0: Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast.
1: Having just like one thing that I consistently go towards, that is like the first step of really like deciding how you wanna spend your time. Cause if you
0: start saying yes to
1: everything, then you're gonna get nothing done.
0: It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real world experiences in the industry what they've learned over the course of their career, and what they think is coming next for tech.
2: Growing together, the impact of community on career. I'd like to quickly welcome our esteemed panelists, Sumaya Ahmed, Android developer, conference speaker, and mentor. Devanshi Moda, iOS developer and a member of the Diversity and Swift work group. Michaela Kieran, iOS developer, content creator, and organizer of iOS... Dev Happy Hour, and Denora Tovar, Head of Mobile, Android Google Developer Expert and Blogger. And today's panel is also going to be moderated by Madonna Wambua, Android Engineer, Android Google Developer Expert, and Women Who Code Lead. I'm so excited to learn from all of you about how community has impacted your careers.
3: Thank you very much, Ciara, for introducing us and uh, I'm very excited to actually be joined by an amazing panel today. And just to kickstart the conversation, I do know we have a, t- a tight timeline, so we're going to be pretty quick to introduce ourselves again. If you want to mention something about yourself, please feel free to do it now. And we can do it in any order. So please, Somaya, go ahead. Please introduce yourself.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Somaya I've been making Android apps for nine years now. So it's I've seen a lot. Things have changed a lot. And it, uh, Android has always been uh so much fun to keep up with Uh, and that's what got me into conference speaking and mentoring and that's why i'm here today amazing
3: i think i'm gonna call on people's names so we don't have that cell it's dinara
5: (laughs) (laughs) well you have to (laughs) uh my name is Dinara. i'm google developer expert on android i've been doing android for as long as maya uh has been really fun and probably all my adult life has been focused on android um but especially, uh, I believe that today that we are going to be talking about community. It's quite, um, it's quite meaningful for me. My first conference was in Women Who Code. I know, Sierra, I always repeat that. Community has given me everything from Thank friends you. to knowledge uh, to love and maybe some uh, difficult times too, uh, but has been the most incredible part of my life.
3: Amazing. Devanshie?
2: Hello everyone, I'm an iOS engineer at Accenture and have been making iOS apps for almost four years now. Uh, I'm also part of the uh, work group of diversity in Swift. Apart from it, uh, I enjoy uh, origami. Like I like giving shape to the ideas and think that programming and origami follow the similar concepts to follow the set up instructions and you can see the things building up. And I'm grateful for the community. Like I've uh, been learning a lot from the community as the, the Nora mentioned, it is everything. <laughs> like we get to learn a lot, contribute a lot, uh, network, meet new people. And yep, grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. How about you, Michaela?
1: Hey everybody, my name is Michaela Karen. I am an iOS engineer at a company called Lickability. So back when Mac OS first came out, Steve Jobs had said, uh, the windows will look so good, you'll want to lick them. So they took that phrase and called their company Lickability. So um, I work there and I actually like, the community has really impacted me because I found them through Twitter and through just knowing other people as well. So like, um, I'm excited to chat with everyone.
3: Wow. So the key word, as you've heard today, it's been community. And I think the first question actually is going to be geared towards that. Can you all say that the community has had a positive impact on your career? Anybody can take this.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll take it because um, I found my job through um, Clubhouse originally because back when Clubhouse was super popular, um, they were doing like a mobile Clubhouse corner thing and they were just speaking about iOS development and I found it through that. And then from there, I ended up following them on Twitter. And then a couple, you know, months or so later, they posted that they have a job opening and I was like, oh, hey, I know them because I found them online. So then I was looking into the job posting itself. And then that's pretty much how I ended up like finding the job that I. That I have right now.
5: Yes, I think uh, community has impacted the life of many persons in the in the Android, iOS, even other platforms. Uh, especially for me, has been the most incredible uh, experience I have ever uh, did not expect to create. Uh, the community has given me friends, given me space to share my ideas, to share all the. All the talks I give, uh, and especially my blog, right? Um, I believe community has given me mm, the, the the position I have now. Uh, has given me a lot of knowledge, uh, a lot of a lot of um, places to be heard and to be listened. Um, I believe that community has been incredible.
3: Wow. I think that is super true and I would say the same to you. I don't know if Sumaya and If actually have anything to add on to that.
4: I do feel that community has helped expand my job from just being a job into a career because Um, at work, you work with the same people, you're working on one product, you're dealing with a certain set of business objectives over and over again, right? Uh, And just by branching out into online communities like Women Who Code or just meeting people like all these women here, you start to feel that the world is bigger. Um, And then you get involved in other communities like local mentoring or conferences like DroidCon and then your world gets even bigger and then you're exposed to more people, more ideas um, and it just gives you so much more outlet for doing different things and enjoying different things. That's just not like just a tiny scope that sometimes your job can have.
2: Also it is because of the community due to which I was able to add on something extra to my team. I get to know a new persp- perspective which we generally work upon a different perspective a different take be it a uh, technical aspect or how the team works so <laughs> yes it makes a lot of impact
3: well that is amazing and very true too and actually that branches out to the next question which is what motivates you to be involved in the community and what advice do you have to actually avoid burnout because i do know that really happens a lot too because let's say you're working you're also contributing to the community how do you ensure that you stay motivated and you avoid the burnout
5: Uh, i have a good story for that one Um, i got really burned out like really i thought i was going to stop doing code and maybe I was going to start doing maybe some management stuff. Uh, I, I even thought that I was going to become product owner. That there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it was uh, something I didn't want to do at the time. Um, so I got really burned out. And to be honest, uh, the community saved me in, in so many ways. Because uh, what happened is that I stopped doing code. I even quit my job in that process and the community pretty much take me under the under the wing of the community. And they told me, you know, this happens to all of us. That's one uh, important part of it, especially when you are pushing yourself really hard. This happened to all of us, even the, the best ones has ever, has probably getting burned out. But the community showed me that you can still doing things that you love and that at the end of the day is the things that you are doing that you love that are the most powerful um, things that make you very in love of the things that you are you are building, right? So at the end of the day, for me, uh, sharing with the community is not a job. It's something I do as a motivation, as a personal a, a, a personal win, a personal goal. Uh, in the community, me for that burnout, being very kind, very, uh, very direct with me that everything was going to be fine. You don't have to produce content every week. That's that's not how it works for the people that work in in another company. Uh, but uh, to be honest, they 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 embrace me and help me to go over my burnout without having have to deliver something in in change, you know? Uh, So, yeah, so. I think, sorry,
3: I think that's a very good point. Like you don't have to contribute to the community every other week, because I think that's what maybe make other people feel a little bit burnout, because you feel like you need to push a lot of content out there.
4: Uh, I was going to say, I understand Dinora's point that you don't have to push out content because um, when I was doing a lot of conference speaking, I actually added up all the hours that went into it. It's around 50 to 60 hours of, you know, unpaid work that you're doing um, in the evenings or on weekends. And that really eats into your energy. Um, Even though, you know, you get so much back from these communities, uh, what I learned was just to sort of figure out where my energies are going. And instead of trying to do 100% everywhere, 100% with my mentees, 100% with all my personal relationships um, or 100% in conferences and my job, um, I started to strategically prioritize. So I also quit my job this year so uh, so that I could just relax and pull back from being 100% all the time. And this was the year that I really started to do what I was just in love with and explore all the stuff that made me curious and do conference talks on the stuff that i cared about and the stuff that i wanted to hear more about uh, and that really helped reset my energies a lot
2: building on it like i feel the what motivates is uh, community kind of creates a ripple effect that comes with like either knowledge education or along with the motivation itself so uh, the effect it creates a kind of helps everyone out there, even if we are not contributing, we have at least at some point of time contributed which some other person might be carrying it forward, which uh, helps us to keep going on.
3: Very well said. And I think to that, I'm going to jump straight ahead into the next question, actually, which ties still back into the community. And there is a lot of ways to get involved in the community. And I'm wondering, how do you decide where to spend your time and energy? And I feel like Sumayi, you've touched on this. So maybe we can start it by Michaela giving us a concept on, on how she does it.
1: Yeah, so what I have done for like where to spend my time was back um, when the pandemic had first started in 2020 was when iOS Dev Happy Hour first began. And at this point, I wasn't part of the admin like organizer team just yet, but it was just like, it's only once per month. So I'm like, okay, that's not that hard. Other things happen like once a month. So we can, um, it's just one thing that I will have to go to per month. So it's just that consistency. So I would go to that once per month and then eventually became an organizer, which will take, take up a little bit more time. But the benefit that so many people get out of that single one event, um, is just like astronomical, astronomical, as opposed to the specific, um, the specific like time commitment that you spend in all different kinds of ways so like having just like one thing that i consistently go towards that is like the first step of really like deciding how you want to spend your time because if you start saying yes to everything then you're going to get nothing done so that's how i've decided to start to start really with ios dev happy hour and then like slowly expand from there
3: i love that i love that anybody else
5: Uh, I have a special method. Uh, I usually go for a set of serials in my blog post. So I ended up doing a couple of set of articles that are addressing some some stuff I'm working at at my daily job. Uh, And I go for there. And and I try to dismitify some some doubts or problems that I face uh, as a as a as a developer and uh, so i go for that i pick a specific topic and then, then i go over a couple of serials and i usually i usually i ended up doing a, a conference talk for me that's the best method uh, i know some people are doing content on tiktok and youtube and things like that uh, but i believe that's not for me i have be thinking about it but I think that's not something I will be very good at doing it. So I pretty much, I pick a topic of the things I'm working and I ended up doing a serial in my blog post or maybe a conference. It depends on how deeply I know the topic.
3: That is very well said. I wonder if Sumaya has anything more to add on to that topic, but I do feel like Dinora, that is a good point, but we do need you on YouTube and TikTok too. I think TikTok is going to be reaching out to the new to the new devs, so I'm going to be cheering on you to try the TikTok one, and I'll be the first one to actually subscribe.
4: <laughs> okay, Denora is ruining my point because I was going to say <laughs> that um, we all have something that we're really going to be strong at, and we should like that's that's a great place to focus, right? Like, I I hate writing. And that saps my energy. Whereas speaking to people, I love it. You know, so conference speaking was a natural jump for me. Um, but Denora can do everything. We we know that. Uh, so that's that's also the great part because there's so many ways to be involved. And even something as simple as like just having a coffee with somebody who is asking for advice or who's just exploring a career option or has questions. That's that's a commute. That's community involvement, and that's a very small step and it requires very little energy, but it has a huge impact. So the great thing is there's so many different ways to contribute. It can't, it doesn't have to be as big as getting up on stage at a conference, you know.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a very good point. That is how I actually started. So I'm more comfortable uh, by focusing on connecting offline and mentoring offline. So that is how I started and then I help them to navigate as far as I can and then point them towards the better resources I know online. So that is where I excel and I have started by doing those things.
3: Speaking into that, Devanshian, I'm wondering, what do you all think about the people who've never joined communities before? What, what would you tell them? People who are not involved. And also I've seen a comment actually that came through that this is their first the first conference to attend. So what, what advice would you tell to such people?
2: So initially I would say like start by interacting with someone who is around you and is involved in the community and try to work with them initially to see how everything works and to know the possible options to be involved and contribute further. Like just be involved, take parts or just listen to how that particular community works and handles everything. And then maybe find your interest
1: area accordingly and check ahead. What, one of the first things I did within iOS development specifically was I used to listen to a podcast. Um, I think it's no longer on there anymore, but it was a podcast and he would always have like a meet an iOS dev kind of chat. So it's like how they got their story started. And I would start following everybody who... Um, who was on that podcast, and they always have like iOS dev in their uh, bio. So from there you get suggestions and everybody who said iOS developer in their bio, I would just hit follow and just start following everybody. So from there, that's just how I got started and starting with chatting with other people. Cause it's like, well, if they put iOS developer in their bio, they probably want to talk about iOS development. So that's just how I would start begin chatting with a bunch of other people um, virtually when you don't have like somebody to chat with like um, in person. That's a pretty great strategy. I've never thought of it like that, but that's pretty cool.
5: <laughs> I also believe that the communities at Twitter are quite huge for iOS and Android development, especially. I believe a lot of us has know each other over that platform, and now that we are uh, we are trying to reach more people, we also grow this community, and I I, I believe that. You can always ask a question to any Android developer or iOS developer over Twitter, and they probably are going to answer you. Um, I believe that there is also a lot of uh, conference in persons that I know it's quite difficult to go, especially because there are prices There are, you have to move to one place to another, but there is also a lot of community that is happening fully online. Like for example, Android Worldwide or any other uh, type of conference. And these conferences are about the community and solving the problems we have with the community and trying to reach everybody around all the globe.
3: Yeah, that's a very good point. I think that is something we overlook to sometimes, that there are conferences that are actually catered just for the online community, like the Android Worldwide. I don't know if Michaela or Divashi know of any iOS one that's similar, where it's fully just online.
1: Um, at the moment, iOS Dev Happy Hour is in a monthly online meetup, and that we do have, or we previously had our first in-person event was at WWDC, but other than that, it's pr- it's primarily always going to be online, or always online at the moment, I would say. <laughs> never say um, never about being in person. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> cool. And we do have 10 minutes left, and I wanted to ask the, com- the panel today one more question, and that is, um, what are... what are some of your hidden gems, resources of Android stroke iOS that should be shared with the community? This is for everybody.
5: That's a nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hidden gems, Uh, well, complex, because I mean, when you want to do it with the community, you go for the community, it's very very open, right? So my hidden gems are probably right now two blocks, Uh, One of them is the blog of Joe Birch. Joe Birch is one of the most incredible engineers of Android development. I believe he's amazing. He always do a lot of content and things like that. He's also a Google Developer Expert. And his blog posts are probably one of the most incredible blog posts you can ever see because they are very straightforward to the point. even when you are really new on some on some stuff, he probably already uh, explained that, and he made it really great and really awesome. Uh, and and I believe there is a lot of blog and code uh, labs of uh, Google and Android and even Kotlin, uh, so you need to you need to check that <laughs> because I know they are very straightforward and very simple, uh, but they solve a problem that maybe you have in and that's very straightforward. So yeah, we'll leave that the link in here below because that's probably our my hiding gems. They always uh make my life easier, at least. <laughs> so I will leave the links in here.
1: I would say on the ios side a hidden gem is just like the twitter community itself because like the only people i talk because my twitter is purely for like programming and ios development so the only people i talk to are like ios devs but the community is so welcoming like the first thing if somebody tweets out like hey i'm new i'm a new ios developer or something people will just respond being like welcome like welcome to this imaginary community that we have on the internet that nobody knows of unless you decide to comment on this thread um so like just talking with other people within just community of people um is very welcoming so like any if anyone wants to follow me on twitter and i'll like literally just at your name and say hey they are new go like follow them um the community is so welcoming and so that's a nice little like hidden gem there um that's like virtual, but it's like you have to find it to actually see it. Um, But other than that, though, um, 100 Days of Swift is a really good um, resource if you want to get into iOS development and you've never programmed before. It's just a 100 day series by Paul Hudson and he just goes through like all sorts of stuff um, related to iOS development.
3: And also on that note, Michaela, we do also have like an Android community for, for the Android community and it's on Twitter, too. If anybody wants to join it, too, I think. Yeah, like you mentioned, I think it's hard to find them. I don't know how you find them, but please just follow Sumaya or Dinora or me, and then we'll we'll tag you and add you to the group. Sumaya and Devanshi.
4: Oh man. Um... I haven't written Android code in over six months. So this is, I'm trying to remember all the blogs I used to read. But then the great thing is I got a lot more involved in community stuff. So I'm going to just say the Women Who Code community has been really great in um, supporting people who are curious about Android, who are open to Android and iOS and mobile development. Uh, And it's been a great place to be um, without the objective of you know, hey, I have a deliverable I need to work on or there's a framework I need to learn for work or something like that. Just a place to be curious and to connect with people. Um, and my second hidden resource are, are actually my old coworkers, which, you know, we used to connect over work stuff all the time. And now we connect over career stuff and we connect over just Looking back on you know many many years of working on Android and seeing the trends that have come and go and the work that we've all done and uh, I I think that even the people that we work with every single day are just really uh, really great resources to connect to uh, personally and professionally. And, and that's why it was such a hidden gem. Like I had, I had known these people for years and it's only in the last year after we stopped working together every day that we had really great conversations.
0: Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhocode. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash womenwhocode. Thanks again for listening and remember, to subscribe, rate, and comment.